We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step by step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 88. Blair, we'll start with how to make sure your emails get noticed, and then I'm going to continue with giving you some pre-tox advice. Excellent. Okie doke. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about today was with your uh, email marketing. And so email marketing is still a really effective tool in your box of tricks to get your customers' attention. I guess the problem we've got nowadays is pretty much people, I think on average, receive about 100 emails a day. And that's, you know, all the spam ones and all the shopping ones and all the rest of it. And so filtering through all of that can be quite difficult or getting your email seen and amongst all the chaos of of all the spam and the and the uh, e-commerce emails so it's getting harder and harder by the day so there's some significant things you can do to improve the odds of someone actually seeing your email and opening it and that's what i'm going to talk about today so firstly the first thing you need to do is focus on the subject line obviously this is the first thing that people see in their inbox so it's the only thing that grabs their attention to actually click open that email. So subject lines with say six to 10 words have a higher opening rate. Use action words to convey a sense of urgency and look to prompt the customers to take action on reading the subject line. So for example, you might wanna put a subject line of don't miss out on this new technique for getting customers. Okay, because what you've done is you've created a sense of urgency in that by saying don't miss out. And you've also used the word new. So people like the word new, they like the word free. It's all those sort of things that grabs their attention and gets them to click through into the email. So the next thing to do is focus on the customer. Okay, so the message needs to be customer focus. So rather than go on about how you've solved you know, this thing with your amazing product. Focus on how the product will help your customer and how it will actually solve the issues they're currently having. So not focusing on you, focusing on the customer. Okay, and the next thing you wanna do is you wanna deliver value. So all your emails need to be not only customer-centric, but focus on providing them with some sort of value. Okay, now I'm not talking about money or anything, I'm talking about providing them with something that they can use to feel that they've you know received a good deal so it could be a discount could be a coupon code you know it could be links to valuable or useful information for them and potentially to the products that you know the customer is interested in so that provides them with value you want to be brand orientated in your email campaigns so that means that the the emails are consistent with your brand and the sequence of emails are also consistent. So, you know, your um, your colors and your fonts and everything are tied into your email. So people will recognize your brand. They'll relate that email directly to your brand and assign the value they're getting from that email with your brand. Can I just ask a question? Yes. Um. Does it matter when you send these emails out to somebody? Because I, I would say, for me, 
if I'm getting loads and loads of emails and I'm checking them in the morning, if I know th if I've got a lot to do, a lot of emails to check, I'll I'll just skip yeah. ones that aren't important. Whereas in the afternoon, once my emails are done, I'm, I might only get one or two emails, yeah. and so that would be a better time for me yep. to have to receive one of those emails then, because I'm more likely to look at it than in the morning when I'm having to rush through all these through other. The whole yeah, lot. yeah, it's a very good point, and there is yes. Yeah, so there's um, what you want to do is you want to make sure you've got your target market nailed down so work out where they are in the world you know and, and even in america you know there's different time zones there so you want to carefully consider that and utilize you know softwares like um, mailchimp and and other email delivery services where you can schedule the time that the email actually goes out so you don't need to send the email yourself you just schedule it in that software that will send it out at the right time. And as Emily says, you know, it could could be that afternoon time or the evening time when people aren't getting as many emails and they don't have a big backlog to chew through like they do in the morning. Um, so I'll put some links of some of those softwares in the show notes that you can look at. So, um, yep, good point. Um, so technology-wise, you need to ensure that the email actually lands in the person's inbox as well and not in their spam or the junk folder. Okay, so your actual email domain is important and it actually does have a reputation. So not a lot of people know that. So for example, my email is Blair at emilyandblair.com. So the domain part of that, that's the bit after the at, the emilyandblair.com has a reputation online. And you can actually check those to see how your reputation score is. So if you've had an email address for a long time and you've used it for a lot of you know, shopping sites and subscribing to things, that email um, domain may actually have a lower reputation score than, say, a new business domain would have. So you can go to uh, tools like Send Score and Trust Score. Uh, I'll put the links to those in the show notes as well. And you can type in your domain and find out actually what your domain reputation is. Because if it's really low, you might find that your emails are actually going straight to a person's junk or spam folder. Um, if that's the case, then what I would suggest is setting up yourself a new business um, email domain, uh, because that would be a fresh domain to use, and, and you know you won't it won't have a reputation assigned to it yet. And that way, you're sort of guaranteeing that your um, emails are going to land in the person's inbox. So coming back to the scheduling side of things, like Emily was asking about before how many times you send emails is also key so it this really does depend on your product or your offering and the demographic of your customer so you need to do a bit of research and a bit of a b testing or trial and error for this but normally about once per week is the kind of normal amount that people expect um, but again you've got to test this with whatever you're doing to find out the the right amount for you. And the good thing about these email softwares, they will tell you the click-through rates that you get. So they'll tell you whether your customers are opening them or not. And so you'll be able to see if you send five emails a week, whether you had a drop-off in people opening opening those emails. And you'll find that sort of sweet spot. So do a bit of testing around that. In your emails, you want to include CTAs, so call-to-actions. So what that is is, you know, basically try and include buttons. People feel compelled to press buttons. It's just a human thing. So make sure you include action words on those buttons, you know, because that will entice the customer 
um, but also keep that short and you know provide value. So words again like free and limited time offer and discount they work well on CTA. So make sure you include those in your emails. The look of your email is also important. It needs to be visually appealing to capture the um, customer's attention and actually keep their attention. So use interesting fonts that are easy to read. Uh, make sure you use images, videos, animations, anything to break the text trail. So you don't want just a big lump of text because people switch off from that. The other thing is, you know, think long and hard about your mobile and your um, your computer layouts because you want them you want it to work on on different devices. And also make sure you select good color combinations. So you don't you don't want to be using a black and a dark blue because obviously those colors don't generally work too well together. You want to you want to pick nice contrasting colors. And the other thing is mix up your content. Make it look different in each email. Include different things to keep the customer's attention. So one email, email might be an offer, one might be a story, another could be a link to some new content or something like that. Just a, a little uh, arty thing in there. If people don't know what colour combinations to go for, to get contrasting colours, if you look on a colour wheel online, mm -hmm. contrasting colours are opposite yeah. on the colour wheel. Just um, in case people didn't know that, what yeah, and correct. also a complementary colours as well. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so you can there, there are actually um, a set colours that go together and okay. set colours that con that are contrasting. Yeah, nice. So you could Google search for some. If you type in colour wheel in Google and go to the images yeah, section, you'll find heaps of them. Yeah. Yep. Good call. Um, so yeah, well, that's. Basically about all the tips you should do to make your emails seen and get opened and actually get actions taken from them. So, you know, that'll keep your customers interested in opening your emails. And that's the main task is actually getting them to go through those, you know, two or three steps. Open the email, read the email, click through from the email to your whatever thing you are wanting them to do and that may not be necessarily clicking through to your website it might be clicking through to a you know a, a deal or or you know it might be clicking through to your podcast depends what your marketing plan is for your emails so you want to be really clear with that as well what's the objective of what you're doing um, because that will dictate how you set up your email campaign as well so the task this week is to go and set up an account with one of the mail delivery um, softwares that i was talking about like mailchimp and start structuring some email marketing just around the tips we've talked about today and see how it goes. You're going to have to A-B test it. You're going to have to trial and error for, a, you know, probably a month or so. Um, but you'll hopefully find that the tips I've given you today will actually improve your opening rates and, you know, your uh, conversions from your email marketing. Emily. Great. Thanks, Blair. Yeah, so I'm just going to follow up firstly on um, last week's post. So I've given you the task of following our Instagram posts with a exercise session each morning rather than opening your usual advent calendar. So you should have been um, going on with that for the last few days. So hopefully that's going well. So to continue the pre-tox then, it's not just exercise on its own. It's a combination with your diet as well. Now, I don't want you to do any sort of crash dieting leading up to Christmas. It, it just really, really doesn't work. You'll end up 
not eating a lot and then overloading yourself and that, and that isn't the way we want to go so what you really want to start doing it leading up to christmas in this pretox is increasing a little bit of exercise each day and being a bit more mindful of your diet and just eating a little bit more healthy trying to make a, a bit more of a balance in um what you're eating uh, for example just increasing the amount of vegetables you're eating um, increasing the amount of proteins and perhaps decreasing a little bit of the carbs but as I said not crash dieting don't you know do any extreme diets it they overall aren't very good for you and long term don't work so you're wanting to start a pretox now but it's something that you can can continue through Christmas and into the new year and keeping it consistent so as I said just making small changes increasing your exercise more vegetables, more protein, and all those things will help to prepare your body ready for, for Christmas and where you can relax and just enjoy yourself. The other um, tip as well is um, making sure that, that you've taken the right vitamin, particularly during December if you're living in somewhere cold. Vitamin C is a really good vitamin to be taking. It's really good for your immune system and no one wants to be all over Christmas. So again, thinking about taking the right supplements during December as well are really important for your overall health. Yeah, so I suppose the good thing about doing a Christmas pretox is you don't have to then get to the end of like Christmas and, and into the new year and, and, you know, set up all of these new year's resolutions around losing weight you know because you've kept things under control and and probably set up a bit of a system that you can then just continue on with what you were doing before christmas yeah. and you know you and actually it's going to work rather yeah. than do the sort of crash diet in, yeah. in january and yeah and find it otherwise your body's just going through this yo-yo system of losing weight gaining weight losing weight again whereas actually you want to keep it consistent and mm being more healthy and just making healthier choices having more turkey for instance and more vegetables on your plate than overloading with roasted potatoes yeah yeah oh no that's good all right well we're uh, well into our christmas pretox then so we'll um yeah keep an eye on our instagram page we uh emily's been uploading the um pretox daily things to do so keep on track with those and we will see you in the next episode Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step -step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.